Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. And welcome to a new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, real quick before we get started, you know how we do it. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Guys, I'm so excited, super excited to be here today, as I always am. And before we get started, you know how we like to start the show off. I want to give a huge shout out my biggest supporter, my best fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, Nicole, girl, that's your shout-out for today. I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Guys, listen, uh, uh, listen, if it is 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Mountain, or whatever time zone you are in, TMZ, TMG is streaming live, and I'm so glad that everyone is here. Listen, guys, in a very, very short time, this show is taking off, and it's being heard in places all around the globe, being heard everywhere uh, in places like Australia and, and Ireland, uh, also places like China and Paraguay, just to name a few. I'm so happy that wherever you are listening right now across the globe, thank you for joining in to TMG, Tell Me Something Good podcast. Maybe you have been tuning in all along. Maybe you tune in each week right here, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Let me take the time to tell you thank you for doing so. And maybe also this happens to be your very first time. Your very first time hearing my voice and tuning in whether someone told you about the show, or maybe you found the show by accident. I don't know. But whether you're at work or at home, or whether you are listening to the show, if this is your first time, let me take the time out to tell you thank you. So glad you decided to join us and tune in today. Guys, today is going to be an absolute, another phenomenal, great topic that we're going to talk about. Uh, Another very good topic, guys. If you did not catch it, Today's topic that we're going to talk about is handicap. Yeah, today's topic we're going to talk about is handicap. So with all that said, let's dive right in. When I begin to think about today's topic, I actually was turning TV looking for something to look on TV. Have you ever done that? You just kind of just flipping channels so to speak, trying to find something to look at. 
So as I was flipping channels, uh, I uh, uh, an ad came on or a commercial came on, and it came on for a golf tournament. Uh, and they were describing who was going to play, how exciting it was going to be, and you know who was going to win. They were trying to build up the anticipation of the, the upcoming golf tournament. And for me to just think golf tournament being exciting, that has a totally different meaning to me. I think basketball games are exciting, football games are exciting, rugby can be exciting, uh, you know, uh, competitive swimming can be exciting skiing, uh, golfing. They made golfing seem exciting. You want to be there and watch this. And I was like, wow, that's the most exciting I've ever heard anybody describe golf. Uh, but I can honestly say, I can honestly say that I have never fully watched a golf game. Now, I don't know. I'm not downplaying the sport. I'm just saying... I can honestly say that I have never fully watched a golf game. Now, maybe some of you who are listening, uh, some of you who are viewing the show right now, you can either uh, uh, you know attest to it and say, yeah, Travis, I've never watched a golf game fully either. Or maybe some of you who are watching can say, yeah, it's one of my favorite sports and I watch it all the time, as often as I can. I mean, it's so popular, it has its own channel, just like the NFL Network has its own channel. Other sports have their own channel, and so does golf. But I can honestly say that I have never fully watched a game of golf. And I'm not completely certain if it's because the crowd is just too quiet. Or what? I don't know if it's because the crowd is too quiet or what. I mean, even the announcers whisper during a golf game. Yeah, he's right there. He's lining up for the next shot. They're whispering. Even the announcers whisper during a golf game. I mean, unless, or maybe it has to do with how the score is kept, right? or the score tracking, the tracking of the score. Whatever the case may be, uh, I have never fully watched a complete game of golf. So I'm putting it on a list. I have compiled a list. I compiled a list of one of my new things to try or at least watch, and that's to watch one full game of golf. Yeah, one full game of golf. And and I, I would like to say this, and like any other sport, like any other sport, golf has its own language, right? Uh, whether it's basketball or football or tennis or, or, or competitive uh, uh, skiing, whatever it may be, golf has its own language just like any other sport. You may have heard some of these terms. You may be familiar with some of these terms, or you may say, I have no idea what some of these terms are. You may have heard some words like birdie or par or putting or hole in one. And today's topic word, handicap. Yeah, you may have heard of some of these words. So golf has its 
own unique language so you can navigate around it. It's own terms that describe what we are doing, what the golfer is doing at that time. It has its own words that describe where you are. So I began to think about golf and uh, and some things kind of came to my mind. And I began to reflect on some things that the longer I live, the more I begin to understand something. The more I begin to understand that life is not a straight line. Yeah, life is not like, is life is not a straight line. It's just not. Life is more of scribbles and squiggles. Yeah, let me say that again. Life is more scribbles and squiggles than sometimes we care to admit. I want to pin up a picture of something, guys. And this is a picture of a golf of a, a, a golf scorecard. And you can see there are numbers on there. There's squiggles, there's scribbles, and there's more numbers and more squiggles and more scribbles. And I began to understand life is kind of like a golf scorecard. It's not all straight lines. It's full of scribbles and squiggles, sometimes more than we care to admit. And getting to where we want and getting to where we want to go means managing every squiggly line in our lives. See, let me put the picture of the golf scorecard back up. Yeah, you're trying to make it to a score. There's a score that you're trying to make, you're trying to achieve. And in order to get there, you have to know how to manage every squibble and every scribble on the scorecard. Life is not a straight line. There are more scribbles and squibbles. means managing every squiggly line in our lives. And at times, it may resemble this golf scorecard. And at times, it can resemble this golf scorecard full of squiggly lines. And sometimes, we have to erase something only to add something else. There will be pluses and minuses and lines drawn everywhere. And all we're trying to do is manage the squiggly lines. Manage the squiggly lines. Life is not a straight line. Managing life sometimes is like managing a scorecard in golf. It's a lot about managing every squiggly line that shows up. Maybe there was a promotion. Let me give you an example. Maybe there was a promotion that you had your eyes on and you applied for it. Now, everyone else is thinking that you're just trying to be a big shot. But all you're really trying to do is manage your squiggly lines. They think that you're just trying to become 
everyone's boss. They have no idea you're just trying to make ends meet. You're just trying to manage your squiggly lines. Maybe or maybe you were just trying to lose weight. And there was a target goal you were shooting for. Now, everyone is misjudging you and think that you're trying to lose weight for a person or trying to lose weight to think you're better than someone else. They have no idea that you're trying to lose weight to fight against the negative thoughts that are in your mind, that you're trying to lose weight to manage your own squiggly lie. Maybe, maybe, maybe you had decided you wanted to change and do something about having a bad temper, and they're talking about you and saying, you think you're all of that. No, I'm tired of putting holes in my walls. I'm tired of throwing a tantrum. I just want to manage my squiggly lines. And while all these things are good, all we're trying to do is manage our squiggly, manage the squiggly lines. Listen, you weren't even looking to impress anyone. You weren't even trying to impress anyone. It wasn't even on your radar. You just wanted to manage your own squiggly lines. Things that were expected to keep straight, but they went left. Yeah, life can sometimes resemble squiggly lines, just like a, a golfer's scorecard. And, and the way we manage the squiggly lines will either get us to the next round or let us remain on the same course. Manage the squiggly lies manage the squiggles all the unexpected times the changes in attitude the social media posts you saw the squiggles the text messages and the emails the squiggles we will find life has more to do with managing squiggles than it does trying to discover how to get from point a to point b Manage the squiggles. Put it in chat. Say it to yourself. I'm managing my squiggles. Yeah, yeah. When you wake up in the morning, I'm managing my squiggles. The next time they ask, why are you doing that? Why are you changing? That's not how you used to do it. That's not how it used to be. Just tell them I'm managing my squiggles. Yeah, I'm managing my squiggles managing my squiggles and remember i said that golf has its own language its own set of terms that will help describe what a golfer is doing and describe the action that we see and one of those words was the title of today's episode handicap it was handicap and I never knew what a handicap was. I had no idea because, remember, I never watched a complete game of golf. I had no idea what handicap was. And I'm getting, now, now, I wanted to know what it meant. So 
A handicap is this. Golf handicaps are a number that represent the golfer's ability based on their previous golf rounds score. It serves the purpose of comparing your performance with other like golfers. So it, it, it serves the purpose of comparing your score with other like golfers. In other words, based on how well you did before, it will determine who your next opponent should be or it determines if you are good enough for the next round. So what this means is the better your handicap, the better your chances of seeing the next round. So my question here is, is there anyone that is ready to see the next round? Yeah, you, yeah, put it in chat. Maybe you're driving in your car and you're listening. Let me ask you a question while you're at the red light, while you're at the stop sign. Are you ready for the next round? If you are, put it in chat. Say, I'm ready. Say it to yourself. I'm ready for the next round. You know I am a big believer in positive confession. Say it to yourself. Say it to you, believe it. Say it to your neighbor, believes it. I'm ready for the next round. And a golfer's handicap. Listen, remember I said a golfer's handicap is, is really based on previous information or previous outcomes. A golfer's handicap is based on previous or old information. A golfer's handicap is not based on any new information or experiences. It's based on previous information or a previous experience. Yeah, a previous experience. Listen, let me let me let me make this statement and this is as true as a statement I can make. I am 52 years old. And I can honestly say I have never seen 52 years old before. <laughs> I am 52 years old and I can honestly say I have never seen the age of 52 before. It is a new experience to me. So there's nothing I can refer back to about sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Being 52. And whatever age you are, that is the first and last time you will be that age. Now, I know some of us, when we have a birthdays, we like to get stuck at a certain number. 
But I honestly know, I know that's all cute, but you will never see that number again. So, and whatever age you are, that's the first and last time you will be that age. It is new to you also. The point I'm making is this. You can't judge yourself too soon based on an old experience and a previous outcomes. Yeah, you can't judge yourself too soon based on previous experiences or previous outcomes because where you are now, you have never been there before. Don't judge yourself too harshly about where you are now because you have never been where you are before. now before. It is new to you because where you are now, you have never been there before. And where you are going, you have never been there before. And what is ahead of you, you have never seen before. So listen, don't you understand how well you are doing and you didn't even have anything to refer back to? Don't you understand how well you are making it and you didn't even have anything to refer back on? Sometimes we are doing better than what we give ourselves credit for. Who else but you would have made it through what you made it through? Who else but you could have stood there and took it the way you did? Who else could have dealt with the pain and the disappointment that you did? Who else could have made it through what you did? But you did. You can't judge yourself too soon. A handicap is based on previous outcomes. Yeah, it's based on previous outcomes. This is why you can't quit because of what happened when you were 19. This is why we can't give up because there were some poor choices. Because where we decide to stop is also where we decide to stop growing. Yeah, I think that deserves repeating. Where we decide to stop is also where we decide to stop growing. I was listening to a specialist in diabetes, and they were talking about ketosis. Uh, and they were talking about how important it was to make sure the body does not in go into ketosis and how it impacts the brain and, and how it learns and how it develops. And they said, whenever the damage occurs, it's also the same place where the brain's development remains. So if the damage occurs at the age of six, it can stop or prevent brain development. Which means a person can be 36 with a six-year-old mindset. In other words, we can be the age of an adult 
walking around and all we'll be able to reflect on is stuff we did when we were six. All we can reflect on are things we did when we were in our teens. Or all we can reflect on is the last good opportunity we had or the last best friends we missed. All we reflect on are the first things we were introduced to about a culture or ethnicity or a people and cannot see the opportunity to learn more. So it's possible that we could have gone through so much trauma and had so much damage and so much letdowns and so many disappointing moments that it now affects the way we think. Speaking to getting some help, like speaking to a counselor or, or having a talk with a mentor or a trusted friend or, or some things that can help provide some help. It's amazing that we have gone through so much trauma that we can be 56 and all we can recall is that last job you had 10 years ago. And you notice that when people, all they can bring up is a previous good moment in their life. They never talk about the next good moment coming to them. Sometimes, sometimes in order, and I was, and I was reading about ways to how can golfers do better in their handicap or get a better handicap? What can they do? What, what can we do to have a better handicap? What do we need to do? So I began to read some information. And again, I'm not a golfer, um, but I began to read some information. And some of the things I saw led me to this. And they were saying, sometimes in order for golfers to improve their handicap, they might have to take things back to the basics and work on their swing. So sometimes to improve their handicap, they have to take things all the way back to the basics and improve their swing. Because in order to hit the ball, you still have got to swing. It does not matter who arrives at the golf course first. It does not matter if you are first in line or last on the list. If you, listen, you, are, you still have to swing. And they say the best way to get everything out of your swing, the best way to get everything into it is to use your shoulders as well as your hips. Because this helps give the ball lift and avoid the ball being flat when you hit it. So my question is, what is it that we're trying to get off the ground? And all we need to do is take a swing at it. You will never know what you can hit if you never take a swing at it. You may hit the grass. Listen, you may hit grass the first time. You might miss the ball altogether. But one thing is for certain. One thing is for sure. 
if you don't swing at all, you won't hit nothing. We have got to swing. And if there's any chance of getting anything up in the air, we're going to have to swing. And we've got to put everything we've got into it. Swing. Yeah, put it in chat if you're watching. Go ahead and type it. Swing. Say it to yourself. Swing. Guys, I want to put up another picture here. It's a picture of a person taking a swing with the golf club. Yeah, they, they're swinging with their golf club. I want to show another picture of a golf bag. And as you can see in that golf bag, there are different kinds of golf clubs in this one golf bag. There's all kinds of golf clubs. Now, me, again, remember, I've never watched a full game of golf. But I did wonder some things about the game. And one of the things that I wondered and was puzzled that puzzled me about the game is I often wondered why do golfers carry so many different types of golf clubs in that bag with them? They have that one bag, and why do they carry so many different types of clubs in that bag with them? They start swinging with one club and end up swinging with a different type of club. Why don't they end up with the same type of club that they begin swinging with? Then it hit me. Then it hit me. The reason a golfer carries more than one type of golf club with them is because not every swing will be a hole in one. And some, and listen, and you got to be prepared for some tall grass and some sand traps. You will have to know when you might need to wedge your way out of some things. Listen, look at this picture of this golfer swinging. And if you notice behind them, there is some tall grass. Look at this picture. There is a, this is what they call a sand trap. Yeah, you can't swing in this sand trap with the same club that you started with. So the reason a golfer carries so many different types of clubs with them is because not every swing is going to be a hole in one. You have to be prepared for some sand traps. You have to be prepared for some tall grass. You will have to know when it's time to wedge yourself out of some things. And did you notice that when golfers are swinging, and when they're swinging, when they hit the ball, did you notice that, that notice that, did you notice that you are only able to move to the next hole after you swing? You get to advance to the next hole when you swing. Because if we do not swing, we are destined to repeat the same hole. 
Is it possible? Is it possible the advancement we are hoping for will only come after we swing? Is it possible that the change we want to see will only come after we swing for it? What is it that we are trying to advance towards? And to get there, we need to swing at it and then put everything we have behind it. And I noticed golfers sometimes ask each other uh, this question. Sometimes golfers have a tendency to ask each other, what is your handicap? They ask them, what is your handicap? Now, there are many ways that instruct a golfer on how to improve on their handicap, but they all have one thing in common, and that is to swing. The only way is to swing, is to try. When it's raining, you can see golfers outside playing. So you might have to swing in the rain sometimes. So uh, I wanted to know about a handicap and how it came all about it. What did, what does it really, not just what does it mean, but what did it originally mean? What was it originally for? What was a handicap originally for? So originally, the idea of having a handicap was to help select a golfer's next opponent. It was used to match less skilled golfers to one that was more competitive. So that means someone like me would not be matched up against someone like, let's say, a Tiger Woods. I would be matched up with someone who has the same playing or skill ability that I do. In other words, handicapping simply evened the playing field. Yeah, it evened the playing field. So you're now outmatched. You're not playing against the odds. It puts the, listen, it makes everything on the same level. Yeah, it, even so handicapping was a way to level the playing field. What I'm saying is this, someone listening may not even feel you even deserve to be on the same course as someone else, but your handicap is kicking in. And it's even, listen, and it's evening the playing field. Someone may not even think they even deserve another chance at life. But when your handicap kicks in, you can swing with the best of them. Or maybe you don't even understand how you were selected for a position or selected for the next role or even given a shot at all. Listen, it was your handicap. It was all your hard work. It was your handicap. It was all your hard work. It was the days you stood in the rain 
when everyone else ran for shelter. It was your commitment. It was what you believed. You have to believe and have faith. You'll make it to the next hole and that you'll make it to the next round. It was your tenacity. Simply put, your handicap, our handicap is everything that you survived. It's everything that you experienced. It's everything that you had to put up with. Some of us would have stayed at the same hole, but the handicap kicked in. And now we can move to the next hole. And now we can move to the next round. Don't scratch out your handicap. Don't overstep the things you've experienced because it's taking you to the next round. Guys, it's that time, guys. It's that time. And as always, it's been a real blast. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T, guys. And don't forget, right here, each Thursday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, you can listen to the show. Also, you can stream your favorite episodes on your favorite streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and so many more. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, in parting, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. Peace. I got to go. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.